0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the Red Flags, an American podcast for little sluts who live for the drama, baby. We are back with an ep- uh, with a second episode. Yeah, we're not done after one. We're not one and done, okay? We're here to fucking stay, and we're here to be in your ears every week talking about the races, talking about the drama, talking about Günther, and talking about Pierre Gasly. Uh, big drama with Pierre Gasly this week, which we will get into but uh, first, once again, my name is Brian Muller. I'm your host with my good friend, Matt Osoffin. Matt Osoffin, say hello to the people.
1: What's up, Vankers?
0: Hello, Vankas You're, uh, You're fucking Vankas You're fucking Vankers, all of you. Um, uh, I, for, before we get into the race this week, I wanted to talk about our amazing response to episode one, Botas is Christ, that we have had Um Matt, we've gone global. You know, we, we thought this was going to be an American podcast, but I got to tell you, I'm looking at the stats and I'm looking at what 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 the stats are telling me, and we've got fans in South Africa, we've got fans in New Zealand, we've got fans in Germany, uh, you know, a few listens in Berlin, Belgium, London, and wow. of course, all over the United States. Um, and we just want to thank you for listening to the podcast. If you are listening to the to the podcast, please. Um, post about it on social media so we can get the, the the word out about our incredible podcast. And you can actually use the account. We have an official Instagram now. It's called The Red Flags Pod. And you can tag us there and we will be sure to repost it because we want this thing to go global because once again, we want to get bought by Barstool or The Ringer in a year and a bidding <laughs> war and we're both going to be millionaires at the end of this shit. Yeah. Um... We've even had some amazing fan art from Robin. Robin has made us a couple of amazing fan arts, which we will be uh, displaying on Instagram. And I think it's gonna—I think it's gonna have to take the place of our of our new cover art. And it's pretty incredible. So let's just fucking get into it. So tell us what happened. Uh, tell us what race just happened, Matt. It was the Styrian Grand Prix. It's in Austria.
1: It's one of two uh, races that's taking place on the same track. Um, the same track,
0: which is which is obnoxious in a way. Well, it's obnoxious you know, that it's well, that there's two that there's two races in the same track. They give themselves different names, but ultimately it's the exact same race.
1: Well, it's obnoxious because um, they had to move some things around because of this thing called the coronavirus, Brian. Uh, oh, is that why it's happening? Twice that's in the why normal? it's happening. Yeah, they had oh, to. Well, they right. can't just do exotic locale after exotic
0: locale because there's a
1: global pandemic going around, but. Um, so let that be the most obnoxious
0: thing that's going on in your life. So wait, um, is it not two, two races normally every year? Is this the only year that it's... No,
1: it's the, the only day? year they do it back-to-back like this, I think, because some other venues have dropped out because they don't have the same access to maybe vaccines or what have you. They're not sure. as safe right now. But um, yeah, so they had the this, this Styrian Grand Prix. It was a pretty boring race. You know, It was a big I- fucking snoozer. Well, the thing with the reason why, I mean, I got up at six in the morning. I was so excited. I'm like, F1 is my new favorite sport. I love it so much. I got up at six in the morning. The race starts. And then immediately, fucking Charles Leclerc knocks out my boy Pierre Gasly. And Pierre Gasly is fucking out of the race. And this is how much I love Pierre Gasly, okay? Because he's out of the race. He's in the pits. And I'm like, do I even like F1 anymore? Like, do I even mm. care about this? Like, when he's not there, I literally am considering just not being involved. I'm like, should I just go back to sleep? That's how much I have fallen for Pierre Gasly. Like, that is much how much I love him. Um, well, he
0: makes he makes races inci- exciting. This race was ultimately boring. And and there has to be a part of the reason that it was boring was there wasn't that French, brie cheese-eating, gorgeous little boy of Pierre Gasly fucking tearing up the midfield. That brooding...
1: Smoldering, fucking intense guy, who just is just
0: passion. You
1: yeah, know, taken like out I,
0: by his by his friend by his, by good his childhood friend Charles friend. Leclerc, just by- got absolutely. He just he just swiped across the straight on at, right after turn one and absolutely took out Gasly's uh, rear tire. And yeah, he had to retire the car after that. The, the car was not looking good, and they couldn't they couldn't keep him out there. He
1: ran into um, gat He ran into Gasly. He fucking ran into another guy. He took. He caused a puncture with Latifi, and then he fucking and then he fucking took off Kimi Räikkönen's front wing later on in the race. And then and then. He fucking wins. The fucking people elect him driver of the day. And it's like, that's why we don't deserve nice things. You guys, you fall for the baby blue eyes and the boyish face. You just, you guys think he's so handsome and so good looking. You fucking, you fall for it and you fucking, it's, what is this, a beauty contest? You fucking vote him driver of the day because he fucking fought back from a crash that he caused? And then to you know, add insult yeah. to fucking injury, to add insult to injury, he's asked about it. He says he's was one of my best performances. I was like, dude, you crashed into your best friend, and you rate that as one of your best performances? I, I fucking I, like,
0: I, it. I like, like it. I like that we, we're seeing a little bit of edge from LeClaire. Leclerc is too fucking nice for no, my. No, he's standpoint. had an easy and fucking Leclerc's, life. He's, he's had an easy ni- life. Yeah, he well, he has had an. He's had a. He's had a pretty easy life other than his godfather being fucking killed, if we can remember that, and telling his father on his dying bed that he was going to go to Ferrari and only to just fucking do it. So he hasn't not seen any troubles in his life, but okay. he still has this okay. kind he's had, of He's like, had, a few, he he's had sweet, a few bumps around the, ro- the road. He's had some d- bumps on the road, and he has this sweet dip- disposition as if he's just kind of, he's just fell into this life of being a competitive racer. And I kind of like him fucking some shit up, and then dropping all the way to the bottom of the field and then working his way back and having a great race. I think he had a great race. And you can, he, he, listen, from the hole, he dug mad, himself out of the hole that he put Gasly. himself into. Listen, I'm himself- mad that I didn't get to see Gasly do his fucking thing in Austria. But I will say that I was it was nice to see someone making moves in this race because not a single made any any moves in this race. There was uh, very Lando, little action. Lando, Lando Norris made some fucking shit. moves. Lando Norris made some made moves. He made news. He went from being in third to being in fourth. What are you talking about? He Lando came, Norris didn't do shit in this race. All right. He, he, what are you talking about? He, he like completely ruined the race for Perez.
1: And like, he got in front of those guys and they were like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? And then he eventually had to let him by. And that's the reason that he fucked the race for Perez.
0: You know, he was he was a well, total. Well, I, I think it, it, is that him doing amazing work is just like kind of annoying another driver. He went. Well, he's just he started, started supposed... the race. He started the race in third, and then he ended in fifth. Well, okay, we digress. We're gonna get into that later. I just expect more from the fans
1: to look beyond the pretty face, and look into the the hearts, and just look at the race. I just. It just if, if if Charles Leclerc looked like Nicholas Latifi and did that shit, I don't think he's winning. Char- like fucking driver of the day. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's fucking beauty contest. It's a popularity contest. And I think we should stop rewarding white cisgendered handsome men for breaking shit and then fixing it. Okay. It's, Whoa! It's, it's, it, it, yes. Shots fired yes. on the pod. Yeah, you I, didn't know this was a
0: socialist yes. podcast. It is.
1: I'm talking. We talk about real issues on this F1 pod. I think. I was so upset that he got rewarded for this reckless behavior. Reckless.
0: He... You sound like a fucking Karen right now. I sound you like sound a Karen? Like you, you, yeah, you sound like <laughs> a Karen. You sound like someone who's going to the fucking board and complaining that you know that his son is not getting preferential treatment. Gasly, he's, he's trying is, my you're trying Gasly take, is my son. Yeah, well, Gasly is my son. Well, you're that's how it feels. And guess and guess what, babe? It's obvious. Okay. Um. All right. Pierre, let's let's give
1: Pierre a B on the test, and he deserves at least an A minus. That's my son. <laughs> That's Pierre. right.
0: He should, from Matt's point of view, Gasly should get points for this race, even though he didn't even race more than one lap. I digress. Okay. So let's 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 talk about what happened in this race. Okay. What happened at the top is becoming just the the new way that it is, which is that. Max Verstappen was clearly and safely in a lead. Lewis was behind him and in front of the rest of the pack because when, when during this race, I mean, the two of them were just 20, 30, 40 seconds in front of the next person for almost the entire race. But it was still Max Verstappen who kind of was the clear was clearly in the better position. Lewis didn't really have a chance to beat him in this race and they finished 1-2. I mean, it's like really hats off to Max and Lewis, like in a way, because they're just
1: like much better drivers than they're
0: they're really playing. They're in a league of their own. They're the two. They're the two best drivers by far. And they're in the best cars. And it's uh, what I'm what I'm fearful of is that this season is not going to be interesting because it seems like Red Bull has just pulled ahead and is in the number one position now, and I'm like, are we about to just watch Red Bull dominate from this point on? Is this and is this season going to be boring like the rest? And are we about to like enter into another boring season where it doesn't look like anyone has a chance except for the leaders?
1: We're such spoiled little. We just get spoiled so easily because at first, because at first I was like, I just want to watch anybody win, but Lewis. Like, yeah, even Max, who's just like this. He's got this. Um, He's got this, he's got Joffrey Baratheon vibes, like just evil prince. (laughs) He's just got this evil prince vibe. Like, I'm so sick of Lewis winning for the two months that I've been watching this shit that I'm just like, yeah, give me Max. I'll watch Max win. And then now he's starting to win for like two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row. And we're like, us, us new fans are like, Jesus, this is boring. God you imagine how, must, how boring it must have been for people who have been watching Lewis win for years? It's like up oh, two weeks of Max. Like, God. It's like, give it, it's a long season. It's a long, anything can happen. You know what's crazy to think about? Is if Lewis didn't hit that fucking magic button, they'd be like tied right now. Because Max, because all that needs to happen is Max has to go into a wall. And Max right. has to fucking, Max almost lost control of the car. Like, yes, Max has to make a mistake and Lewis has to win. That's all that has to happen.
0: And this shit is like a ball game again. So let's just. Well, I head. hope that that happens. I really hope that happens. And I'm finding myself rooting for Mercedes. And I'm finding myself rooting for Hamilton because for the first time, it seems like Hamilton is an underdog. And yeah. I'm a I'm a Mets fan a Jets fan and a Knicks fan. So I've never rooted for a winner in my entire life. I've only rooted for losers my entire life. It's what feels comfortable for me. So (laughs) to have been rooting for Red Bull and for someone to take this top crown only to have Red Bull kind of take it in this way. It's kind of it's it's difficult for me. So I'm finding myself rooting for rooting for Mercedes. So I'm I'm
1: You should talk to your therapist about that.
0: You don't feel comfortable (laughs) like to be in a good position. That's
1: like psychological. Yeah, I don't
0: feel comfortable just being safe. Safety you, you, feels you, unsafe. You're wearing a Red
1: Bull hat. You were a Red Bull fan. Now Red Bull's winning, and you're like, I don't like how this feels. So you're like, <laughs> I don't like. You need to play it safe know, and I... just
0: go for Haas, so you know you'll always be safely unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go into every race rooting for Haas. I mean, that's what it's felt like being a Knicks fan for the past twenty years is just being a Haas fan, but not this year, maybe, and not next year.
1: Now, you know, what I realized is like, I think I went to my first Yankee game, my first baseball game ever. And I was like, I'm from New York. I'm going to root for the Yankees. And I turned to the, my dad's friend who I was with some guy, I think he was from Morocco, I think. And I was like, Mm -hmm. he, I was like, who are you rooting for? And he was like, I'm just rooting for a good game. And I was like, what a dumb answer. And now I get it. Like, I don't really, these guys are all just cash and checks you just want a good mm-hmm. race. You just want a good game, and told- which is how
0: I which is how I felt watching this. Which is how I felt watching this race, because this was just not a good race. It was just boring. What I'll, I'll say is that I went to a a bar here in New York City at nine a.m. on thirty third Street. The bar. Ew. Let me let me let me shout out. Let me shout out. It's the an bars, icky area. The bar's of town. name is. It is. It's a tough. It's a tough area. Of it's town. a tough hang. <laughs> um. Thirty third and yeah, it's what? The, uh, off of seventh. Okay. Thirty third between seventh and sixth. Okay. I mean, just south of, of MSG. S yeah. We're at um Fiele, F E I L E, the Fiele Bar. And so is it like a Ferrari bar because it's like
1: kind of Italian sounding?
0: You know, maybe I don't think so. I just think that they're a the bar that kind of made their thing into being. Hey, let's have We're, we're going to show F Run races here. So every Sunday morning, it's fucking packed, and they get to make some money. And I got there at 9 a.m., and there were no seats available. The bar was packed. I should have gotten there at 8.15 if I wanted a seat because wow. it was nice for once to be surrounded by some F1 fans. By your people. Be by, by my people. And and it felt like being at home, which is how I feel being on this podcast and talking to my my only true friends in this world, which are the people that listen to the Red Flags. Can, and Can I just interject you know, one thing? Is, well,
1: can I just interject yeah. one thing before you... Like that must have felt so good. Like I totally get why people are into QAnon now, you know. <laughs> like to just be part of something yeah. that nobody else understands. And you see another F one person, you give them like the head nod, and like they know and <laughs> yes. you know, and no one, everyone's like, "What the fuck is this thing?" And they're like, <laughs> "They don't get it." Like it's
0: it's a hundred percent. It's a percent accurate. In the first episode, like, like, I was just trying you're to, like just it, like it,
1: lay, They should lay off Botos and they're like, "Yeah." Just set Botas yeah, free, should. and they're like, "Yeah," and everyone's like, "Who the fuck is Botas?" And it's like, "You don't get it. That's QAnon. Get it. That's QAnon.
0: It is. It is full QAnon. But it's and, but it's harmless.
1: Um, it's, it's harmless.
0: It's, <laughs> it's harmless. Um, totally. No one gets hurt. That no one gets hurt, well, other than the driver. Uh, sometimes other than the, the driver. Sometimes no, not really. Um. So let's kind of go down. Let's go down the list of of how this race turned it out so we had verstappen taking the victory we had hamilton coming in 35 seconds behind him which can show now i will say that he did stop and get he put on the soft tires so that he could get the fastest lap which he did he did get fastest lap at the end but just saying the most exciting part the most exciting part
1: was was like when the cloud showed up and they kept cutting to the cloud and then and then <laughs> yeah. I, I, you couldn't hear this in the bar but they showed the, they, they played the radio, um, they kept they showed it on the radio. Louis, who's like a legend in the rain, he goes, "Is that rain? Is it? Is it gonna rain? Is it gonna rain?
0: Is it gonna rain?" And they're like, mm-hmm. "No,
1: Louis, I don't think it's gonna rain." He's like.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I saw there were memes saying the most interesting part of this race was this fucking cloud because <laughs> it was we, people were begging and dying for for uh, for something to happen to shake to shake this race up because it was um, it was very exciting. So uh, we had Botas, our guy Botas having who had had a rough qualifying coming in third. He spun out in the pits because it's just been tough for him. <laughs> and he had to lose two spots on uh, at the start of the race because of his dangerous behavior in the pits. So he started the race in fourth or fifth. I think I he started the race fifth, in fifth, fifth. cuz he cuz he
1: actually he actually came in second. He, he qualified better than Lewis, but then he dropped right. by three places cuz it's like the shining in there for him. You know what I mean? He's losing his mind. <laughs> it's like all work and no pits makes Lewis a dull boy like it I mean Botas a dull boy like it's rough
0: yeah it's tough going but he but he powered through and was able to get on the podium for this race he did his job he beat Perez he fully did his job and so uh, while you know Mercedes did get some good points with them both finishing on the podium we had Perez coming in fourth who the only really somewhat exciting thing about this race is the at the very end when he had the pace on Botas, they brought him in. He got a fresh new pair of tires or, you know, quad of tires. And he almost, if there had been one more lap, he probably would have had Botas. But Botas held him off. Or if he
1: didn't have that shitty pit, he could have caught Botas maybe.
0: Right. So what I'll say, here's what was what was really fun about being at the bar and and being among our, our, our Q. Our, our QAnon. Our, Q our own version of QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> Every time there's a little something that someone who doesn't follow the sport would not know, wouldn't care about the entire bar erupted. So when, when Perez was in the pits and they couldn't get his back, his rear left tire off and he, they were able to get it off and he ultimately had like a four second pit as opposed to a two second pit. The entire bar was up and on. everyone was like, Oh my God. And I was and, and finally I was among people who understood the significance of, uh, of Red Bull having a bad pit.
1: So when George Russell had the 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 pit that was like twenty seconds, was everybody just screaming, F-
0: freaking <laughs> yeah. out? Everyone was freaking yeah. out. Everyone was just like, "This guy can't catch a fucking break." Right, oh right. my god, this is horrible. It was incredible. Right? People were like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. It's um, like it's like
1: when the when the when the ball hits the crossbar like three times in a in a soccer match or something. Right? <laughs> right it's like right, the most right. agonizing. It's so thing. obvious. <laughs> but way less uh, obvious because yes. you're like that seemed pretty fa- four seconds seems fast. You're like no, that's a lifetime. That's a lifetime. <laughs> that's a, that's lifetime. a lifetime. It's, lifetime it's an absolute.
0: <laughs> you don't understand. It's a fucking lifetime. So let's wait. Let's let's talk about George Russell. Russell for a second because um, George Russell had a had a great qualifying. Yeah, and I believe was qualified. No, no, ninth, he qualified eleventh, which, which was still so great. Okay, qualified a- eleventh is actually a good thing to qualify as. It's a really good number to qualify as. Because this is what my friend, who I met at the bar, told me. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Clint, um, my friend, <laughs> at, who my new friend Clint at the bar told me that if you finish 11th, you can actually use whatever. T- if you don't go into Q3, if you don't go into the final thing of qualifying, you can actually you you can start the race with whatever tires you want. Oh, but if you're in the final, the top 10, you have to use. Um, I believe the tires you used in Q2, you have to start the race with those. So if you're actually starting 11th, it can actually be really an uh, advantageous place to start because you can use tire, you can use your hards so that you can go the longest without pitting. So it can be an actually a good place to start. So Russell, maybe if he started in 11th, yeah, had did. was was making up some good, he was making up some good ground. He was an I eighth that he was in, he was an eighth yeah. when he went into the pits and disaster struck
1: yeah he had something wrong with like a can or some some technical problem that none of us have ever heard of the shit was weak with the williams car yeah
0: yeah and he was in the pits for i mean 18 18 or 19 seconds yeah. and it was just absolutely brutal that one time i mean the this williams car just is not a great car and and Russell, who's kind of in this limbo period right now, who's just desperate to kind of show Toto that pick me, daddy, because I can bring it home for us. He's just sitting there saying, look at these big baby blues. Look at my pretty tan skin and put me in a Mercedes because I can do it and I can take it there. Um, he just got got fucked by by his car and by his Williams and um, was then. Out of the race. Didn't it's they? funny. The last
1: couple of weeks, everyone's been feeling for Botas. Like poor Botas. Like George Russell's breathing down his neck. George Russell's breathing down his neck. Like everybody, get out the violin for Botas. Botas is on the fucking cross. But I gotta say this. Right. It's gotta be tough for George Russell because George Russell has beaten Lando Norris. He's beaten Leclerc. He's 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 outdone all these guys in like F two. Like he was in a F2. better pro. He was like. A LeBron level prospect, maybe not a LeBron level, but
0: like whatever. Pick your prospect. That's like the Case yeah, Cunningham. He was he was, he was, he was Carmelo, and he beat Dwayne Wade in the finals yes. of the NCAA tournament. Yes, and now it's like Dwayne Wade is like on the heat with LeBron, and he's like stuck. On a shit team, it's worse. Like, like no, no, done. no. It's worse
1: than Carmelo because Carmelo was on the Knicks. Like, like wh- he's in fucking China. Like he's on some Chinese team. <laughs> right. Like, like he's playing international. He's playing basketball. international he's not basketball. Even in the league, really? Like he's not even in the NBA. Like he's stuck with just this horrible car, and he's watching everybody that he used to beat the shit out of, like Lando Norris, who used to just pound. Like he beat him straight up in <laughs> F two everyone's just blowing lando saying he's like that must be agonizing for him
0: and he's just he's just and then and, and he's then waiting and he's waiting for top dog because he's waiting for his turn yes. for the top top dog to pick him and bring him out of his situation pluck him from the ashes and put him into the promised land and it's not happening. wait
1: it's worse because remember in drive to survive wait wait because then one time lewis got covid or he had like the he got he got contact traced or something. Remember the episode? And then he got put. And then it was like Toto was like, "You, George, it's your turn." And he's like, "Finally, I'm gonna score some fuck. I'll score some points. Like, I'll score a point. I might even win or get a podium." Fucking puncture, doesn't even get like. And he was nine. winning. He,
0: I think he was in first in that race. So he got this close. He
1: got so He got he got this close for all you podcast listeners. He got this close. And, um, so he's had a really, you know, but it's, I think it's really good for him and really good for his brand because unlike Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, they, they've had these very, you know, they, they, you know, they go, you know, they've had, they've had this smooth, smooth relatively smooth. I mean, science Norris,
0: I mean, Norris has Norris has had the smooth, Norris has had, Norris yes. is just. Gone straight into a a a very good situation with McLaren, where they are uh, they are obsessed. Yes, and he's just all he's got to
1: do is rub Zach Brown's belly a little bit and just call him daddy, and show those pearly white teeth, and uh, and Leclerc has got this aw shucks, like look at me, and Signs (laughs) is like my dad is famous isn't that hard and it is, but like they've all had these kind of like pretty blessed existences and signs right. has sort of strolled his way into ferrari and they're all talented drivers but so is george russell and and he's gotten he's just fucking withering just dying for a drop something from from george
0: and he's just watching botos and he's like come on and Botas in the meantime, well in the meantime, is 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 fighting for his life there. And what and what's what is interesting, so um, there was a press conference, I believe it was after the race, where Lewis was kind of alluding to next season because Lewis is in is in contract talks and he was talking about Botas. And he was talking about how he wants Botas to remain on the team and that Botas is the best teammate that he's ever had. And for Lewis it's all smiles for Botas, he's dying inside every time he has to hear this <laughs> shit. But he is he knows his role and he's and he's and he's playing his role and he's doing well and, and Lewis likes him. And Lewis was then asked about George Russell and he was kinda like, He's not my teammate right now, so I'm not gonna comment. So it seems like you know, perhaps the, the the day where George Russell is actually going. If this thing is actually going to happen, it might not. It might not happen, and George Russell might be stuck in his current situation. Not to mention that Mercedes is bleeding. So when he gets there, it might not even be a great situation. It might not. It, the 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 field might be leveled by the time he even gets to Mercedes, and he just might be he just might be a tragic figure, a la like a Nico Hulkenberg. Who uh, you know was was they said was going to be this all time great or this guy who was going to be competing for championships and never even made a podium the bloom
1: might be off the rose. And what's interesting is if it takes a couple years, right? If if um, if 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 Botas hangs on for another year or two, or who knows? Like Mercedes mm-hmm. might be like, what about Lando Norris? Why don't we just fucking get him? hundred percent. You know he's 100%. A, he's a fucking god. Like that guy is amazing at racing cars, and we know that he took a decent car and made it great. Whereas like, right. George Russell's just beating the shit out of Latifi every week. Like, we don't know. We don't know. He's great. Like, we think he's great, but like beating Latifi and like the other chumps that he's had to, like he beat the other guy that had that horrible crash that used to be good. But like, we don't actually like George Russell hasn't been tested against, any like he hasn't beaten any great competitors in the Williams car, but he did beat those guys in F2, right. like five years ago, four years ago. So he's a great prospect. I just but I like this. It gives him an edge. It gives him some fire. It gives him it gives him a narrative like somebody else mm-hmm. who Pierre Gasly. You know, I'll just say it. Pierre Gasly has an edge, has a fire. You
0: know, George Russell's narrative. Still- and I would love for him to wind up on some great team with an amazing car but he also who knows what's going to happen with him I, I really hope to see him on a on a, on a great team with a great car that matches the brilliance of well, who he is and what he does yeah um so let's let's um let's keep going down let's keep going down the list so we had we had perez in 4th norris in 5th a good showing from mclaren but for, and a good showing from norris but for me wasn't necessarily it it, it shows that he's not quite ready to be with the the true big boys yet, what are you talking uh, about? Sainz, what are you talking about? McG- he started in third, Matt. I don't know what this great race that you think that Lando Norris had. He had a you great. You, had you are race. showing. He's, listen, I am. You are. He started you, in third. You are showing your ignorance. And he fell you two are places. Showing
1: your ignorance. I am slightly. I am ignorant. I am just
0: slightly less ignorant than you. All right. Explain to me this great race that Lando Norris. Okay.
1: There is a difference between having one good lap. In a McLaren, and then stringing to like, because the McLaren is just a shittier car. So, like, yes, like Norris can put to like, they're, they have like, how do I explain this? Basically, those tires are not going to last as long. Like, they're going to wear out their tires sooner. So, like, a McLaren is not going to hold up over the long haul the same as a Mercedes or a Red Bull's. So, it's re- it's a real that's why like leclerc qualifies great all the time cuz he's a really good driver and he could drive one lap really fast but he's not going to actually win a like a race that isn't a street race like monaco where you can't pass so the fact that lando norris qualified third was great and that he only dropped to 5th is an amazing race because think about it there's there's two mercedes and there's two Red Bulls. Those are better cars. So the best he could really do is fifth.
0: So think about it that way. Well, he's finished on podiums before. He's it, it, yeah, but it, crazier he shit has, has, has happened. Eighty four points this season. He has eighty. When did he finish third?
1: When did he finish third in Baku? When Max crashed and Lewis went off the fucking grid. So so so, so two guys had to fuck up
0: for that to happen so all right i'll take it i'll take so it so i will just sit down take that but i but but let's not will talk about how he had an incredible race i would say that he had he 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 had a, a decent race <laughs> what are you what is this what are, what are you gonna race. you're the only person zagging on lando norris being not well, they're in third matt they're in third he, the, McLaren and Ferrari are vying for this for this third place spot. And why are they and doing he, it? It's certainly not because of Danny Ricardo. It's it's certainly not because of Danny it's Ricardo. It's certainly...
1: You know, Ferrari has two <laughs> drivers that are keeping them in third. McLaren
0: has one. And okay. Listen, I love me some Lando Norris. But I, for, for you to talk about this, this incredible race he had, I just didn't fully see it. <laughs> Also because who was going to really challenge him? Who was going to take him out? Because the Ferraris both started – well, Leclerc got, got taken out early. Or, no, you know, Le- Leclerc took himself out, he got, out he, early. He, I understand. He was, yeah, he took himself out early, but he was out early. And then Sainz started in like 16th. So there was no one really to fully challenge Norris in that race. So I, 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 re- I, I somewhat reject this, this concept that Lando Norris did his job. And that's what Lando Norris did in this race. But it was ultimately he's finished P5 boring or better. he didn't really and take anyone over. So P- to me, it's boring. He's finished P5 or better in the past,
1: like, six races.
0: I mean, I'm he's saying he's having a great season. So P5 for Lando look. Norris
1: is like P1. Because and barring a catastrophe, he's not. It's
0: about as good as he can do. He's about
1: as good as he right. can do. So uh, okay,
0: so we had okay. Let's let's move on because I, I don't want to ruin our friendship over or over Lando Norris. I, I think it I'm might already be ruined because he,
1: I just don't see how you can't see that Lando Norris is like crushing it right
0: now. No, I do see that. Usually I'm the person talking talking positively about Lando Norris, and you're usually the one calling him a little fucking weasel. All right, we move on. So we had Science in six. He had a good race. Came back from sixteen. He was one of the only people making moves. He had a he had a, he had a good race. We had Leclerc. Who we've already kind of discussed. We know how Matt feels about Leclerc. I liked his grit. He finishes in seventh. Stroll finishes in eighth, with a, a, a an impressive showing from Stroll. Yeah, Vettel finished in twelve, so he finished four places ahead of his teammate. Um, we got Alonso in ninth. Sonoda in tenth. Sonoda, who had a held up, held up our guy Botas during qualifying, so he had to he had to start two places behind. But a, a decent, a good showing from Sonoda. He was in the points. I really like Yuki Sonoda. I'm glad to see that he's you know getting some things when done. When yeah. are they yeah. in? What do you mean?
1: I'm just saying they got a good car this year. The Gasly's like
0: fin- AlphaTauri. Alpha, Alpha,
1: Alpha AlphaTauri's got a good car. And it used to be this farm team car where they develop talent, but now they have like a straight up like good car that can like mm-hmm. battle for fourth, fifth, or sixth. If they had a, if they if they put Albon in there, or they put in like Daniel Kyivata, they put in like a guy who's ready to go, they'd be in like maybe fifth or sixth right now. And it's like, I mean, when is like, I know they want to develop Yuki, but like. I mean, they had their two drivers for a while, and, and Max and Perez, like, when are they going to lose patience with this guy? I don't know. Just a thought.
0: Just a thought. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I hear you, I hear you, but I, I think that he's, you know, it's still a farm system, and they're, and he's finishing at least in the, point. you know, him finishing in 10th is not so, so crazy, because right now they are, they are fifth, because in the whole Constructors Championship, you got Red Bull, Mercedes, McLaren, Ferrari, and then Alphatorre in fifth. But they're battling with Aston Martin. So I guess when you think about, like, how does he hold up next to a Vettel or a Stroll, he's not quite there yet. But at the same time, do, does, does Red Bull really give a shit about where they end up in the Constructors' Championship? I don't know. So we had Raikkonen in 11th, Vettel in 12th, Daniel Ricciardo in 13th. Just not good enough from our guy Danny. And he posts stuff on Instagram about how this – he hates racing on days like today, and he says all the right things. But I just don't know what's left in the tank from him, and it just – I just don't know. I mean, Norris is finishing eight places ahead of him, and Ricardo, it just – it's its really upsetting for me. This is like watching – this is like watching the guy who was your – you know – the guy who you thought was gonna make the majors when you were like in middle school, the senior in high school, and now he's kind of there, and he's just—he's just not living up to the to the to the lore of what I wanted and what I need Daniel Carter to be because it's the only thing that makes me sleep at night. Is the thing is is knowing that Daniel Ricardo is making moves in F
1: one. I mean, I came into the sport for Daniel Ricardo.
0: Straight this is up. That's why we're both here. This we're is in, why we're, we're in the sport because we watched him crash into Max Verstappen. No, we're no, no. Max crashed, him. Him. We, we, Max crashed into him. We watched
1: Max crashed. Max crashed
0: because because Max crashed into him. We're here because he went off the straight and then backed into something. We're here because he won in fucking Monaco with the broken gear system, and it's just it fucking sucks. And we're also watch here. We're we're shit. also
1: here because he's got the the the, the beautiful brown eyes. The dark, luscious, curly hair, the olive skin, and this can't be understated—the schnoz. We're here because of the schnoz. He's got the schnoz. He's got the schnoz. And as two Jews, we've adopted him. We've—he's an honorary Jew. He—we've claimed him as a Jew. Uh, we don't. And, and and his stock is his stock is low right now. We're, so we're as Jews, we're low. buying the low stock because and it's so we're cheap.
0: buying the low. So so. Danny Ricardo, we are we are we are nominating as, as an, honorary an honorary Jew. He's an honorary Jew. We don't know if he's circumcised. We can work that out later. Are Australians
1: circumcised? Uh we should find that out from our fans who have been down under.
0: Um mm-hmm. we have one fan from New Zealand. So maybe she has some intel because it's close by.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is it is it like Europe? Are they the same as Europe? They're basically on un- <laughs> is it just a free for all down there with the foreskin? I don't know. But um Dan- but we should so daniel ricardo we're worried about you we we as as an adopted Jew. uh we're worried we're come worried about to, you bubby we're
0: worried about yeah. you we're worried about you bubby and and i want you to come to shabbat daniel on friday <laughs> we'll when you have a week off you. and we'll take good care of you turn off your phone yeah. you turn on the off the outside world you'll have a little bit he's of, got spilkas. is what it is he's got spilkas he's got <laughs> spilkis all over. he's got he's got stains on his shirt he's you know he looks like he's 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 a mess and you know he's gonna we're gonna come in he's gonna have some he's gonna have some good good jewish food and we're gonna get him right and he's gonna make his way back because we believe it's him. really hard you know, to watch while, the know, read- just before even though just before this i've been talking wild <laughs> shit and that i to that i've given that i've completely given up yeah. on him now that we know that he's jewish he's back he's back with yes. us um I think
1: and people like him so much that they've just given him just endless slack, endless amounts of slack slack. Um, because we and he needs he needs a Jew who will give him conditional conditional slack. (laughs) He needs a tough Jewish mother to be like to just 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 nag him and yell at him him and berate him and just people have been too nice to him. He just he you know, I watched you know in the I watched the first he's episode happy
0: go lucky. Australia's too happy go lucky. He's 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 riding bikes and he's doing he's doing flips. He lives in Los Angeles. It's too everything around him is too well, nice and he needs some fucking He, he needs some a tough nagging Jewish, Jewish mother
1: because you know when I watched the first episode again, his mother was like, I'll just pray for a safe race. Just safe race. And I'm like, he needs a mom yeah. that's like
0: No, play for a, pray for a pray win. for P one. <laughs> pray for a P one. Yeah.
1: That's what my my mom would have been like would have been nice to have a podium, you know, once in a while. <laughs> that's what my mom would have done. And I would have You know, Dan, you know Daniel's got too much to live for. You know, that's what it is. His life's pretty he sweet.
0: Does. He's like He does have too much. To get
1: gasly, that guy's got nothing to live for. That guy does not oh. give
0: a fuck. Um and and that's you know what it's it's somewhat the same thing a little bit which is why I sometimes get like LeClaire. Leclerc his he his father's his father died his godfather died he's got this sense of i got i fucking i'm living for i'm living for this race um, and we just need we just need Danny Boy to kind of get in that mindset because he is, I think his life is too good outside of maybe racing. that's it. Maybe his life is too good. Um, and we also have to say I think it, I think that's what it maybe is. Maybe his life is too good. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're
1: basically arguing for is we need we need their we like when George Russell suffers because his life needs to be worse because their li- some of their lives are too good. That's his face. Need, we
0: like when their lives are bad because when their lives are bad, it makes them better racers and more
1: compelling, more compelling. I think I also think like when people
0: are just we don't like when people are happy. We like when people are sad. It
1: makes them more relatable. Um, But honestly, like one of the good things about this sport is these guys are so unrelatable. Like just be (laughs) just Bond. Just be James Bond. Just drive the most obnoxious car. And the most like Lewis's clothing is the most obnoxious, like crazy clothing. I'm like, you are just operating on another plane of humanity. And I love it. I love it. Don't ever change. Don't. Ever.
0: But that's why. But but that's why I'm like I'm liking Lewising Lewis, fucking suffering. There's there these been memes going around of after the race when uh <laughs> Verstappen's being interviewed and in the in the background Verstappen's got this like shit eating grin and in the background you see Lewis and he's just got his hand over his over his face just like what the fuck <laughs> am I doing? God, I can't fucking beat this. Kid. What the fuck is well.
1: I think it's it's very unfair to say that Lewis hasn't suffered. I mean, Lewis...
0: Well, he suffered. No, no, no. He he has has suffered. 100%. The only... But the last seven years, he's been... The last seven years, he's just been, as carte blanche, with with all of Formula One. He is a living legend. And that's the one note that I
1: would give to Drive to Survive, is they spent like five seconds about how he's the only black person ever... (laughs) and it's like yeah Yeah. and he's the only black person I was like you don't want to spend any more time on how incredible his journey has been (laughs) right it it was like he he was like yeah you know I've had some resistance I'm like some I bet you like like," (laughs) he just talked about it for five (laughs) seconds and they're like yeah so um anyway yeah so you're into like so you do political stuff he's like yeah kind of yeah I do okay cool all right so we're good, like, right? Yeah, we got it, right? Okay, skirt, skirt, yeah. We got it. We got, it. we got it. So, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go follow signs to Monaco, right? Signs is like swimming with turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so they spend like no time on it. It's so he's been through his story is so interesting, and they spend no time on it. Drive to survive. Spend more time on the fact that like the like the, the bet like he is one of a kind. He's been through. The goat, he's the, the goat, goat, and he's, he's and he's goat. been through so much. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't need Lewis to suffer more. I need these other guys to suffer more. Speaking of suffering and and, and Judaism, yeah. we talked about our honorary Jew, Danny Ricardo. I think it would be unfair mm-hmm. to adopt a Jew and not claim an actual Jew in Lance Stroll. We've been hesitant because of the circumstances in which he came into this sport.
0: Because he's not likable. He's not likable at the start. Well, because
1: because his dad <laughs> like, straight up bought a team, and then he... Moved team, he like displaced Ocon, which we didn't like, and then, Mm -hmm. and then they moved to Aston Martin, and he was like, "Daddy, we're going over here." He's like, "Yes, that yes, Daddy bought Aston Martin, and you're gonna be in the green uniform now in the green car." And he's like, "Okay, Daddy." (laughs) First of all, let me just say, being that guy's son is probably no picnic stroll, son. (laughs) I mean, look at that fucking guy. Being that guy's son definitely not a picnic. We're talking about Lance Stroll's dad who's a billionaire who bought two teams.
0: Lawrence Stroll. Lawrence Stroll, Lawrence stroll. <laughs> Lawrence stroll is yeah. definitely
1: no stroll in the park. Okay? Being that that guy I can't
0: imagine it's it I can't imagine it's very it's it's very loose in the yes. house. I can't imagine there's a lot of free flow uh, debate. Shit is buttoned up. Okay? That guy has up, baby. That
1: guy has lasers coming out of his fucking eyes. Lawrence Stroll. That guy
0: <laughs> Yeah, lasers or like rocks, because he is like he's he's uh, he's a pretty that guy burly. That guy's man. dead inside. He looks dead inside. He
1: might not be dead inside, <laughs> but you don't make it, that when, kind and, of and money. Whenever, whenever, you don't um, make that kind of money. Whenever
0: Stroll has won, whenever Stroll has won, and you see his like shitty and grin looking at him, it's kind of like whoa. There's 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 some there's
1: some succession there. shit going on with that. Like I don't know if I would trade places with Stroll. I honestly, I honestly like, I honestly think that because like, but he's actually a good rate. Right? Like he does well. Like he's been doing he's a, good, a good, good job. Now I have to ask you this, Brian: yeah. Is he yeah. talented, or if you get enough just bites at the apple, can you just like, like Brian? You're an actor. If I just bought a mm-hmm. film studio, right, and I was just like Brian, right. I'm just gonna put Brian in twenty million dollar movies, action movies. Brian is gonna be <laughs> the new Liam Neeson. Like the first couple would suck, but eventually right. you would just, you know, people would be like, yeah, oh, that last one was pretty good. You'd, figure you'd it be out. pretty, you'd be, I could yeah. make you into Liam Neeson if I just poured a hundred million dollars into it. I probably could make it happen. Right.
0: Yeah. I think that's probably true. Like you just got enough reps at it. I think that that's probably true. I, and, but, but maybe where you stay is in the middle which is currently where Stroll is. I mean Stroll's beating he's Vettel. Kind of, he's right. Which which shows that he's not just just been given the re- I think that there's that, that's underselling our our Jewish Jewish man Lawrence, Lance. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, so I I I hear your point and I don't think that it's wrong. But I also think that he's had enough, you know, Pretty impressive performances and pretty impressive kind of like moments to say that he's not a Mazapin Let's say uh, that he's uh, not kind of. He's, mm, I don't think he's in the same category as. Which Mazepin.
1: brings us to our favorite section, last and definitely least, yes. with Mazapin and the Haas <laughs> team. Okay, that's right. Um, We're gonna end every episode talking about Gunta. and Gunta's so, pie. so there was a
0: little cute. There's a little cute story on Instagram where um Gunther's. Yeah, there's we're not gonna talk let, let, let's be clear. We're not talking about what they did in the race because we, we all know what, what happened. Race. You
1: you don't okay? have to watch. I mean, to know. within
0: within five minutes, within five minutes of the race, it looked and they were like plus fifty eight <laughs> seconds behind Max. I mean, within like a minute, they were just, oh, you're gonna get they got lapped. They got lapped so quickly. And then Gunther had to like pit. Uh,
1: hit one of them just so they had to like, so they didn't run each other off the road and battle for P-19.
0: <laughs>
1: it's like a bloodbath. It's like the most, it's like, it's like if you, if I was an actor and you and I fought for like an extra spot, like it's like, it's my extra spot. <laughs> right. 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 Um, but um so basically, you know, I think it's part, I guess maybe it's a PR push, maybe not, but like Gunther, our favorite man to ever exist on instagram <laughs> got mazapin like a little spinner and it was like it's a mazaspin
0: you know yeah he got he, he does this whole like kind of song and dance this little ceremony where he's like you know i got you a yeah it's very like choreographed these. he's like it's choreographed and, and <laughs> mazapin's like oh you did and he goes he oh, yeah open it you know and he, <laughs> he opens it and goes yeah look he sounds down, like how i imagine
1: Luigi sounds but anyway continue
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, look, it's uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's a Mazda spin. So you know, maybe you maybe you can look at it. You, you can you can spin that instead of spinning the car. <laughs> <laughs> and so and Mazda's just like, oh, like okay, like this is like somewhat embarrassing, and I feel really uncomfortable. No you're like uh, you're you're like doing like a backhanded thing like you're doing this like passive aggressive insult but action. i also think it might have been a huge like a, like an attempt to humanize
1: mazepin for you know his behavior both on and off the track and to show that like right, he's the most hated the ho- most hated yeah, man in form the the russian America. oligarch son maybe has like a sense of humor about himself and like he did like force some yeah. laughter there's like okay wait like cut okay so this is like you might want to laugh here. So people think that you're human. Okay. Okay. We're rolling and
0: we're going. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. um, it was in it was in line with, uh, you know, the, the moment in Drive to Survive when they have a team dinner right. and Gunther's there and he's like thanking everyone for the season. And then he and then he, <laughs> he points out that Grosjean is not there. And he makes a joke of, you know, maybe I didn't invite him because he's crashed so much this season.
1: And that and that and that joke probably aged like fine wine because he almost burned to
0: death later that year. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So, So. Yeah. So. But there's a moment and everyone's kind of looking around in this way that's like they don't know what to say. They're like, this is now this is awkward. And then. Gunter feeling the awkwardness immediately says, "And you can, you know, you don't have to tell him that I said that because I'm going to tell him myself." <laughs> that, it was like another example of him being like him being like, "I know everything. Like I am completely self aware of every piece of behavior that I have." Um, but ultimately, it just left everyone kind of feeling a- big awkward turtle energy. Well, I think it's funny. It's like
1: it's like this. He's like. His management style. One of his management things is like, I'm going to troll my employees and make demean them and make them feel inferior. Like it's
0: right. <laughs> and what it's one of my. But in this way, that's like because because listen, I think a lot of the the team principals make their employees feel inferior. I think that uh, Toto Wolf can make anyone feel inferior. Same with but Christian. just by the sheer their Same sheer with- awesomeness just by their sheer presence yes. and their and their and their judgmental looks that they can give. They do it through silence and they can make you feel like shit about yourself in the most silent way possible. <laughs> and Gunther does not have those skills.
1: No, he no, he doesn't have no, he has a different set of skills. He has a different set of skills. <laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs> has he has a
1: specific set of skills.
0: <laughs> um
1: yeah, so I just love it's it's a different approach than the more successful a less successful approach thus far. Um, <laughs> That's right. Listen, long listen, he's playing the long game. game. <laughs> this is all just he's just. It's like it's not like he's getting draft picks here. <laughs> like it's like it's you don't get anything for tanking. Um, right, but. <laughs> right. Um, Although apparently now you get uh, more time in the wind tunnel, like 10% more time. He's like, Oh, yeah. So that. it's like, oh. he's like, yeah. but Gene, we get more, we get 10% more time in the wind tunnel, you know? So I think, you know, I just love Gunther so much His manager style. Like I would just, I'm praying one day I'm scrolling through Facebook or whatever. And masterclass comes on and it's like, hello, I am <laughs> Gunther Steiner. And this is my masterclass on management and leadership. <laughs>
0: My name is Günter Steiner and this is my math class. <laughs> so first of all, uh, f- lesson lesson 1. Lesson <laughs> 1, responsibility. Never accept it. It's not yours. <laughs> it's not yours. It is if it's someone else's fault, say that you know it's their fault and you're going to fix it, <laughs> but ultimately it's not your fault. You need to you need to do everything around Claiming responsibility without actually doing it, and this way you can keep your job. Is it okay that I'm just viciously doing this? That that all I'm doing is this accent. Is it okay that I'm just viciously doing this accent? I mean, he's he's, you know, he's German, so I think it's I think it's cool. And my family's German, so you know, I think I, I think I think we're safe.
1: But you know, I want him to like pass like fake phones to his students. Be like, okay, so Gene is on the phone. You know, he's like, I
0: know you're fucking. You're
1: telling me, Gene. You're telling me, Gene. Like you, like
0: right. You're gonna say, and and everyone, and they're all gonna say, you're telling me. And he goes, No, no. You need to, you need to say it quicker and emphasize the me. me You're telling me, me. me, Gene. You're telling me, Gene. (laughs) Um,
1: Listen, you laugh at Gunther all you want. There is something to his. There is a method to his madness. So he still has a job. Um, -hmm. as long as he still has a job, like. For some reason, it pisses me off that Leclerc can suck so bad in that first lap and get driver of the day. But it makes me so happy, so, so happy, that Gunther is just just at the bottom of the barrel. And he still has a job. And his drivers crash into each other. And he's a fucking hazard out there. He hired a... Just a fucking Bond villain for one of his drivers. And, um... Yeah, it just makes me happy. Gunther still has a job. We've
0: done two podcasts. He still has a job, and uh, yeah, we're we're covering we're covering some of the same territory as Last we won't say these these sentences every single podcast. We swear, but um, we're still you know we're still getting we're still getting this way today. Um, I think that kind of uh, I think that kind of covers it. Um, so next week we have another race at the exact same track. Um, which I now know is because of COVID. So I'm not going to talk shit about it, but it is (laughs) and hopefully (laughs) we have something a little bit more exciting to talk about um, next week. Also soon. We're not exactly sure when, but we're going to be doing a podcast episode about what is formula one and why should you give a shit in case you have any friends who are kind of don't understand your lifestyle and don't understand the new choices that you're made and they want to you want them to maybe join the cult um we're going to have this um and also you know please reach out in terms of um engagement what do you want to hear from us what uh what stuff should we cover more what stuff should we cover less do do we like the technical stuff do we not um, we want to make this uh, this podcast enjoy because it's, it's definitely enjoyable for us. We want to make sure that's it's as enjoyable for um, our red flag listeners as well. Um, anything else, Matt? No. All right, bankers. Goodbye.
1: Later, Vankers. the Buckstaker.